in today's show. It's the final mock draft before the NBA draft. All 60 picks. Michael Bolton. Thanks, Josh. It's Michael Bolton here, and it's time for another episode of the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Let's get to it. Let's get to it. Indeed. You are Locked On Fantasy Basketball, your daily fantasy basketball podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast brought to you by Basketball Monster. My name is Josh Lloyd and I am the lead fantasy analyst at basketballmonster.com and at Yahoo Sports Australia. And you can find me on Twitter, as always, at redrock underscore bebel and on Instagram at Locked On Fantasy Basketball. Locked On is partnering with Arcade One Up to give away three free NBA Jam Shack machines. Stay tuned for later in the show to learn how to enter. Thank you for making Locked On Fantasy Basketball your first listen every day. We are free and we are available on all platforms. So we are here to do the final mock draft. I'm going to do 60 picks, actually 58 picks of what I would do. I'm also going to do the first round in terms of what I expect to happen. So that's what we're doing here. What I would do and what I think will happen. So, Warney. Let's get it on, Gilly. <laughs> first pick, the Orlando Magic are at number one. Yes, of course they are. I expect Jabari Smith to go at number one. I wouldn't do that. I would take Chet Holmgren at number one. And I really, really debated whether I would pick Chet at number one or Paolo at number one. I reckon if it was any other team apart from Orlando, I'd be set on Chet at that, at that spot. But Orlando makes me want Bunkero. They're really, really close to me. In the end, I'm sticking with my guns of what I've gone with the whole way through. And I'm taking Chet at number one. I expect Jabari to go at number one but I would take Chet at number one. For the Oklahoma City Thunder at number two, I expect Chet Holmgren goes at number two. It feels like an absolute lock at this point, although the Magic could surprise us and take him at number one. But I think if he's there at number two, the Thunder will take him. What I would do in my situation, because I've taken Chet at one, I would take Paolo Banquero at number two. That's how I would run things. At number three, the Houston Rockets. I fully expect Paolo Banquero to go at number three. What I would do? Well, I debated this one as well. Paolo and Chet are off the board. So I went with Jabari at number three, but I don't feel particularly confident with it. I think Jabari's fine as a really good as a shooter. Fine to good as a defender. I'm just not sure the usage upside is necessarily there. I'm not sure if the absolute defensive upside is there either. Yeah, Paolo, really good offensive hub central ability. Chet, really good defensive rim protection ability with some offensive upside. Jabari is like, eh, in the, like, fine, but is there upside there? Would I take Ivy at three? I debated it. Could I go wild and take Shaden Sharp at three? I didn't, but there's upside there if that player hits, but it doesn't really make a ton of sense on Houston. So in the end, I did pick Jabari at pick number three. Here's where I think things are going to get really interesting in the draft tomorrow. I think the Kings are going to do something that makes me angry. And I think they are going to pick Keegan Murray. Not to say Murray won't be a solid NBA player. I think he's got a relatively safe floor. 
it is a position that they do need on the wings and at forward. But I just don't like picking a 22-year-old there who really only stepped up as a sophomore and was in a really a system that catered to big numbers like it did for Luca Garza the year before. I wouldn't pick Keegan Murray there. I would just pick Jaden Ivey there. You're building your fran- You've already made a decision to build your franchise around De'Aaron Fox to pass on Luka Doncic because you wanted the ball in Fox's hands. Are they going to do it again? Fox is not even an all-star. Like, not even, not really that close to it, to be honest. And I think making that decision to draft around Fox is stupid. We'll see what they do, and I'll comment on that more when it actually happens. But I would take Jade and Ivy here at pick number four. At pick number five, it is the Detroit Pistons. They made a trade today, sending Jeremy Grant to Portland. It opens up a lot for them in cap space and draft-wise, what they're going to do, whatever. Um, I expect that Jade and Ivy goes here. I think it's a great pairing with Cade. If I was them, because Ivy's already off the board, I would take Shaden Sharp, who I also think can be a really good pairing with Cade. So I would take Sharp at five. And I did debate this one because yesterday in the mock draft I did with Adam Spinella, I took AJ Griffin here and I really, really debated it as to what to do with Griffin and Sharp. And I went back and forward on it and I went with Sharp in the end here at number five in for my final selection. Pick six, it's Indiana Pacers. I expect that they will take Benedict Matherin. I would take AJ Griffin. I like the little bit of extra size that Griffin has. I like the shooting that Griffin has. Matherin's fine. Griffin's younger, what, two years younger than Matherin? Um, I, don't, I don't expect Indiana. I, I, maybe I'm, I think I'm higher on Griffin than a lot of others are at this point. Um, but I just value the size, the shooting, the age, all that stuff. Value, valuable to me. The next pick, I think as long as Portland keeps this pick, and we had a rumor today from Chris Haynes that Portland's looking to send pick seven to Toronto for OG Ananobi, which would be... Uh, Really interesting. But what about Scarfs? OG. Balenciaga stop wants. OG. Uh, you better stop, OG. Yep. You better stop, OG. Um, like, ugh. I think if Portland keeps it, Dyson Daniels would be the pick. And if I was in that spot, Dyson Daniels would be the pick as well. Good defending guard. Upside a little bit to maybe improve as a shooter, but defensively, ball movement, rebounding. I think it fits really well next to little next to Simons. That's what I would do. That's what I expect would happen. Then at pick eight, the New Orleans Pelicans. I would expect if the draft goes the way it has for Shaden Sharp to go there at eight. But in my situation, in my mock draft, he's already off the board. So I'll take Jeremy Sohan. I've gone back and forth with Sohan. I think you could end up being a top five player in this draft. The defensive ability is there. I'm banking a little bit of offensive upside, and it doesn't always work out. But I see more offensive upside for him than I saw with Isaac Okoro, and probably even a little bit more than I saw with Pat Williams. And if there's anyone who can bring shooting to a player, it's the Pelicans. So take that flyer on Sohan. That's what I would do in that situation. What I would also do if I was looking for a healthy treat, though, is head to Bilt Bar, because they got a new flavor, Coconut Brownie Chunk Puff. From the people that brought you the amazing Coconut Brownie Chunk Built Bar, they've got the Coconut Brownie Chunk Puff. They've given it the puff treatment, which of course is protein-infused marshmallow. Stop drooling. Listen, they are good for you. Low calorie, low sugar, 
high protein, and all of them are delicious. Absolutely delicious. All Built Bars are made with collagen protein, which your body absorbs more efficiently and provides tons of health benefits. And the best part about Built Puffs is they taste amazing. You can enjoy them guilt-free. Delicious coconut, rich, sweet brownie, creamy marshmallow. Stop fantasizing. Get to Built.com to order your box of coconut brownie chunk Built Puffs right now. Go to Built.com, use the promo code LOCKED15 and get 15% off your order. The code is LOCKED15, L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5. Built Bar is built different. Next one, next team, the San Antonio Spurs on the clock at pick number nine. All, all the whispers seem to be they want a center. I don't know. Are they just trying to get rid of Yucca Pertle? He's really good. So I don't really know what they're doing there, but they're doing it. Well, apparently they're doing it. Jalen Duran is what I expect to happen at pick nine. What I would do, because in my draft, he's fallen down. Maybe it's a little bit too far, but I'm just trying to think of how I think, yeah, this... Because, look, let's get something out of the way. You can say, oh, this mock draft's a joke. It's a joke. These are wrong. Yeah, I know. I, I, I know it. I know they're wrong. You know who else is wrong? NBA GMs. All the time. Look back at any draft. And the order of every draft, you look at it and go, well, this is stupid. Why would this guy picked here? Why was this guy picked here? So if I say I've got Keegan Murray at nine, right? And everywhere else is... He's going at four or five. Is there a guarantee he's the fourth best player in this draft? No, absolutely not. Sometimes players are going to step up and jump up and move forward. And I'm trying to look at it and, and value what these things are going to happen in three to four years. I know that that could be very wrong. It could also be very wrong and he could be the 20th best player in this class. He could be the second best player in this class. It's all over the shop. So nobody knows what any of this is going to do. The guys who dedicate their life to doing it, get it wrong almost as much as they get it right. So if a team picks him at five and I picked him at nine, it doesn't mean I'm wrong because I don't know what that's going to be in five years time. I might look brilliant. I might look stupid. I don't know, but I'm picking him at nine. To the San Antonio Spurs. He's a guy that I'm lower on. Another guy that I'm lower on is who I expect to go at 10 to the Wizards. And that is Big John Davis. I'm not that high on Davis. The shooting worries me. The high usage in a weird scheme and a weird fit. Can he adjust that in the NBA level? Maybe, probably. Can he turn into a low usage, rebounding, defending wing, guard, forward? Don't know. I'm not having him this high. But I think he goes at 10, John Davis. At 10, with the players available on my board, I take Benedict Matherin. Matherin will probably go higher than this. And I could easily see, if I could take him even over Keegan Murray, who I had at nine. I just think, again, it probably doesn't make a ton of sense with the Spurs, but I'm going to take him here at 10. But after the first goal, everyone, so, everyone feels so close in this draft. There's no standouts. There's big groups of players who are very similar. And that's what I'm sort of sitting here with these guys at, at this spot. Number 11, New York Knicks. I expect AJ Griffin to go here at 11. He's already off the board in my situation. So I'm going to take Malachi Branham. Solid wing, defending, guard sort of player. Good scorer, good shot maker, who I think can become a three-point shooter. I think he can work well with RJ Barrett. I don't care about Julius Randle because he's not a long-term option for them, I don't think. So Branham at number 11 to the Knicks. Number 12, I expect Jeremy Sohan to go. 
to the Thunder. He's well and truly gone for me. So Jalen Duran goes at number 12 to the Thunder. Big center. They need a center. Can he be a shooter? I don't, I don't know. But I think he can be solid enough for them at this position. At number 13, the Charlotte Hornets. I expect that they would take Mark Williams here. But I won't take him. I'm not that high on Williams. I know they need a center, but I'm not that high on Williams. I would take a flyer on a 6'10 ball handling wing in Usman Jeng, who could completely bust. But given you need to move out of Gordon Haywood's deal and, and move on from him at some point, and maybe you're a bunch of cheap guys who don't want to pay Miles Bridges, there might be some minutes opening up there at forward for the Hornets. At number 14, the Cavs. I expect Malachi Branham to go here at number 14. He's done in mind. He's gone. I'll take Johnny Davis here. Again, I'm not super high on Davis, but I think this is totally fine as a range for him to go. So at number 14 to the Cavs, I'll take John Davis. And that's the lottery done. And it's time for me to tell you some great news because NBA Jam, we love it. We know it. It's back in arcade form. And that's from Arcade 1UP, the leader in in at-home retro arcade games. They're not only bringing NBA Jam back, they're bringing it back bigger than ever with the NBA Jam Shaq Edition. It's one of the first sports games to ever feature real and digitized NBA licensed teams. No fouls, no free throws. He's heating up. Boom shakalaka. You know all the catchphrases. NBA Jam, it's here. You can go play it at home. So pre-order now from Arcade1Up.com. That's Arcade, the number one, up.com for an estimated early September ship date. There's other games as well, like Mortal Kombat and other brilliant arcade games. They're also giving away a free NBA Jam Shack edition to a Locked On listener. To enter for a chance to win that, go to arcade1.com slash locked on. That's arcade, the number one, up.com slash locked on. And you've got until July 8th to enter to win an NBA Jam Shack edition console. Don't miss out. Enter today. Who are you going to play with? Let's roll through the rest of this draft now. At number 15, the Charlotte Hornets are back on the clock. I expect Tari Eason to go at 15 here. What I would do is I would take Mark Williams at number 15. I don't feel super good about it, but I would take him there. At 16, I expect Usman Jeng to go to the Hawks. What I would do is Tari Eason, but this pick might not be the Hawks from what we're hearing. It might be moving to another team. The next few picks, the expectation and what I would do is actually the same. At 17, Ty Ty Washington to the Rockets. At 18, Jalen Williams to the Bulls. That's what I expect to happen. That's what I think will happen. And at number 19, Jaden Hardy to the Minnesota Timberwolves. That's what I expect to happen. That's what I would do in that same spot. So some consensus between me and me thinking of other GMs, whatever that means. Number 20, we diverge again. I think the Spurs would select EJ Liddell in this position. What I would do is take Jake LaRavia. I really like LaRavia, and I'm getting more and more excited about what he can do. Fantasy-wise, some great numbers for him, but a solid rotation level, maybe start, probably starting level, scorer, defender, passer, shooter, all that stuff is really good for him. I'm really excited about what he can become. At 21, the Denver Nuggets... I expect that they take Oshaya Agbaji here. He might even go a lot higher. I think he'll probably go around here. What I would do is take Blake Wesley, younger, three years younger than Agbaji. Athleticism, guard, they might be looking to trade away someone like 
Monty Morris because they're cheap. Um, and Wesley can come in and maybe be a one in the future, the same way that Jamal Murray is. Number 22, I expect Blake Wesley would go here. What I would do, Wesley's off the board for me. I'd take Patrick Baldwin Jr. It's a swing. The Grizzlies did it last, last year with Zaya Williams. No one expected anyone to trade up and pick him at number 10, and he worked out all right. High-level high school recruit. They've got the development system there. Baldwin's got the size. Think he can become a shooter? I'm interested to see it. At number 23, I expect the Sixers would take Bryce McGowan's. What I would do is take Agbaji in this spot to the Sixers. Still don't love Agbaji as much as others, but I would have to take him here. Number 24, it's the Bucks. We, I'm doing the same thing here. I expect Walker Kessler to go, and I think I would take Walker Kessler here. I'm not sold on that, but I like the fit here in Milwaukee for Walker Kessler. At 25, I expect the Spurs to take Nikola Jovic. What I would do is select EJ Liddell, who I had going to the Spurs with pick 20 in the expectation section. At number 26, I expect the Houston Rockets to select Marjon Beauchamp. What I would do, let's get wild. I'll take Ryan Rollins. I think Rollins is going to be one of those really, he's going to go in the second round, I think. I think he's going to be a really, really intriguing guy that we look back. Jalen Brunson, Stanger, how did he get picked in the second round? That's how I'm feeling with Rollins at the moment. 27, the Miami Heat. I expect Patrick Baldwin there. What I would do is take Kennedy Chandler. Chandler with some really good defensive numbers, really good steal rate. Yes, he's really short, but I just think he's a solid rotation level point guard with some marginal back end starter upside. I would take him there. Baldwin's already off the board for me, of course. At 28, the Golden State Warriors, I expect Jake LaRavia to go here, but in my scenario, he is already off the board, so I'll take Nikola Jovic there for them, the 6'10 forward from Serbia, who had some struggles in the Adriatic League, but I think that that's a worthwhile pick. At number 29, the Memphis Grizzlies, I expect Wendell Moore Jr. I would not take him there. I would take Gabriel Procida, the athletic shooting wing from Italy. And then at number 30, Denver Nuggets, after that trade with the um, Thunder. They would go with Kennedy Chandler here, I think, just adding another guard to the mix. What I would do at number 30, Josh Minot, forward from Memphis, with some really, really interesting defensive numbers, some passing ability. Offensively, yeah, it's rough. But I think just having a defensive guy out there, a defensive forward-sized player to fill in sort of the Jermichael Green, teach him to shoot. You can teach him to shoot, I think. So, And they've had some success... I guess with drafting Jared Vanderbilt, yes, they traded him away. But some success there anyway. So that's the first round. Done. Like that's that's who I would that's who I think sorry will be selected by NBA teams. So to recap, what I think the NBA teams will do, Jabari Smith, Chet Holmgren, Bunkero, Keegan Murray, Ivy. Matherin at six, Sharp at seven, Daniels at eight, Duran at nine, Davis at 10, Griffin 11, Sohan 12, Williams 13, Branham 14, Eason 15, Jeng 16, Washington 17, Jalen Williams 18, Hardy 19, Liddell 20, Agbaji 21, Wesley 22, McGowan's 23, Kessler 24, Jovic 25, Beauchamp 26, Baldwin 27, LaRavia 28, Moore, 29, and Chandler, 30. 
That is how I think the NBA draft will go. Of course, that'll all be thrown into chaos once trades start going down. And now to go on to the second round, which is just what I would do in the second round. I'm not going to try and guess for NBA GMs there because so much more goes into it than that because it's agents saying, don't pick me. We want um, to sign as an undrafted free agent. We want we don't want two ways. We don't want to be stashed. All those sort of things go into it in the second round. But in terms of me, what I would do, if I didn't have those sort of pressures on me, this is how I would select the second round of the NBA draft. At 31, and he probably is a first-round guy. I'm just a little bit worried about the complete lack of usage. Dalen Terry going to Indiana at 31. 32, Bryce McGowan's to the Magic. Wing forward size player. 33, Toronto. Ishmael Kamagate. I really like Kamagate. I think he's got some ability to be an NBA rotation big man. 34, the Thunder. Max Christie. 35, the Magic. Dominic Barlow from Overtime Elite. The size is there. Right, if the size all makes sense and it works out, Magic love the size, but I think there's something in him as a player. 36, Jean Montero, another overtime elite guy whose stock really fell this year, but scoring wise, I think he's got something. And the Pistons just they need they just need guys, they need talent. 37, as you'll as you'll see here, Christie, Barlow, Montero, and then at 37, the Kings taking Peyton Watson. These are all just flyer guys. Guys who underperformed. We didn't really get to see much of them but the pedigree is there and you take that flyer on them at the top of the second round. 38, the Spurs, I've got taken Khalifa Jop from Spain or played in Spain. At 39, I've got the Cavs taking Marjon Beauchamp. At 40, I've got the Wolves taking Christian Brown. Braun, let's be serious. I know it's Brown, but oh, well, I know I now know it's Brown. And if in case Christian needs to have a look, he can just look at the bloke underneath him because that's how you actually spell Brown. Number 41, the Pelicans, Kendall Brown. Again, a guy whose shooting was a worry. Didn't really want to shoot at all. Let's get Fred Vincent onto him. 42, the Knicks, Matteo Spagnolo. I could see Spagnolo being a top 30 player in this class very easily, but I just dropped him down a little bit here. 43, the Clippers, Trevor Keels. They can work with these guys. Like, you know, we've seen the value of players like Amir Coffey. Like Keels can develop into a pretty strong guy, I think. 44, the Hawks, Christian Coloco. I don't expect Clint Capella to be on the Hawks through the rest of this season. And Coloco can come in and help Anyekara Kongwu. 45, the Hornets, Andrew Nembhard. 46, the Blazers, Wendell Moore Jr. At 47, I've got the Grizzlies taking Trevion Williams. I think really, really interesting passing big man. Adams isn't there for long, but working in with Clark and Jackson and Tillman, there's something with Williams, I think. 48 is the Wolves taking David Roddy. 49 is the Kings taking the other Jalen Williams from Arkansas, big man. 50 is the Wolves taking Hugo Besson, the French point guard who played for the New Zealand Breakers in, in Australia, in the Australian League last season. 51 is the Warriors taking Julian Champagny. 52, the Pelicans with Vince Williams Jr. 53, the Celtics with Darian Sebron. 54, the Bucks forfeited that pick. And 55, the Heat forfeited their pick. And then we go on to 56, which is the Wizards taking Justin Lewis. 57 is the Warriors taking Colin Gillespie from Villanova. 58 is J.D. Davison going to the Cavs. 59 is Caleb Houston going to the Blazers. And number 60 is Jabari Walker going to the Indiana Pacers. So that is how I would do the full 60 picks, 58 picks, in this NBA draft. So if I'm just to run through all of these picks... Holmgren, Bunkero, Smith, Ivy, 
Shaden Sharp at five, AJ Griffin six, Dyson Daniels seven, Sohan eight, Keegan Murray nine, Matherin ten, Branham eleven, Duren twelve, Jeng thirteen, Davis fourteen, Mark Williams fifteen, Eason sixteen, Washington seventeen, Jalen Williams eighteen, Jaden Hardy nineteen, Laravia twenty. Wesley, 21, Patrick Baldwin, 22, Agbaji, 23, Kessler, 24, Liddell, 25, Rollins, 26, Chandler, 27, Jovic, 28, Prochita, 29, Minot, 30, Terry, 31, McGowan's, 32, Kamagate, 33, Christie, 34, Barlow, 35, Montero, 36, part of the Jeremy Grant trade, that pick, 36, Peyton Watson, 37, Diop, 38, Beauchamp, 39, Brown, Christian Brown, 40, Kendall Brown, 41, Spagnolo, 42, Keels, 43, Coloco, 44, Nempard, 45, Wendell Moore, 46, Trevion Williams, 47, Roddy, 48, um, Jalen Williams, the other one, 49, 50, Hugo Basson, 51, Champagne, 52, Vince Williams, 53, Sebron, 54 and 55 are forfeited, so 56, Justin Lewis, 57, Colin Gillespie, 58, J.D. Davison, 59, Caleb Houston, and 60, Jabari Walker. And that will do it for me today. Don't forget, live show, 8 p.m. Eastern, Thursday, NBA Draft. Join me here on the YouTube channel and follow this podcast, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and on the Odyssey app here on YouTube. Thumb it up, leave your comments. Guys, we're done. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. See ya.